0: How's it, everyone? Welcome to Let's Talk Digital with me, Audrey Naidu. On this podcast, you will find uniquely South African digital content brought to you from a local perspective across the industry. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's edition of Let's Talk Digital. I really hope that you're all keeping safe during lockdown and finding creative ways to keep busy. Personally, I'm using this time to pause, reflect, and spend quality time with my family. Thank you for tuning into the show and for your continuous support. To recall last week, I had a chat with Monique Clarsen from Canter about the changing consumer landscape as well as what's going on in media during COVID-19. We made mention of brands who are getting this right or even wrong. I would like to continue this conversation today from a brand and marketing perspective. My guest today is David Wingfield, Marketing Executive at EBSA Bank. Hi, David. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you with us.
1: Hello, Audrey. How are you doing?
0: I'm great, thanks. So, David, tell us, how does it feel to be working remotely?
1: Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's been quite odd. I I think... I had a, a previous role where most of the people that were in my team went in the same location. So you kind of get used to it. But for the last six and a bit years at Absarow, you kind of do get used to going to the office every day. And that's now no longer the case. So it's strange to readapt, but um, never been busier. And yeah, it's interesting to be home.
0: So what's your favorite thing about working at home?
1: Working at home, probably the view. I suppose out of my window into the garden, and just um, not having people disturb me. Not that I don't, not that I really mind that, but it is quite interesting not having them disturb me these days. I quite like that. On a personal note, I have my boys at home from boarding school, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, that's great. I've also enjoyed spending time with the kids. And your least favorite thing?
1: Yeah, actually not having people disturb me, not being able to lean into the desk and ask somebody and solve a problem instantaneously, but having to get everybody onto a quick call. Fortunately, you know, between obviously Zoom and um, we use Workplace at at Abza and we just jump everybody onto a Workplace um, chat call and you just dial everyone in instantaneously or within a few seconds, they're all on. So um, it does help solve it, but it's still, it's it's just not as easy as having the six or seven people that I speak to most around me all the time where we can just fix stuff. I suppose that is the least favorite.
0: Well, I guess as marketers, we, we love connecting with other people. And for me, I think that's what I miss more is talking to my colleagues and friends at work.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's exactly it. People at work are your friends and, and you, you, you speak to them daily about how their families are. And if someone's got a sick child or a, a sick mom or a sick partner or whatever that may be, and uh, and not being able to do that because you 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 have to now remind yourself to to do it as opposed to just coming naturally. I suppose it's hard for everybody, and we we miss our friends, we we miss the physical contact, but that I guess is what we're going to have to do for a while and uh, try and get get ahead of this thing. Mm,
0: definitely, as a marketing leader and one of the biggest brands in South Africa. Uh, What has been your experience in the last two to three weeks? You know, what what has been happening with you?
1: Do, fail, learn. Do, fail, learn. Do, fail, learn. It's been really interesting. I don't think any of us have had to deal with something like this before. We've all had a crisis um, in some way or another over the years in marketing, um, whatever that may be. But this is one of those that affects everybody. And not a particular institution or a particular set of customers or a particular product, whatever that is. this is it's global, it's everywhere, and nobody had the answers I, I think and and that's why the biggest thing is is just to to do what you have to do, think it through, do it quickly. um if it's wrong, change it, do fail, learn and and try not to repeat the mistake. I think it's been that's been the hardest thing and and to do this with not having people in front of you to talk about it. That's probably been the hardest thing.
0: So in terms of marketing in general um, and in the industry, having spoken to some of your peers, where do you see marketing uh, moving from here? I mean, this is, like you said, it's been most challenging times. What's going on with marketing and the teams? How are they adjusting?
1: So I suppose I mean before I talk about the, the we'll come back to the people. I, I suppose from a marketing perspective, no one really thought this thing through, and, and this is not written in textbooks. Um, so you know we, we're all we're all muddling our way through this, um, and and trying to figure out what what it does look like. But I, I think clearly what, what's becoming apparent quite quickly is that the the brands that are listening, the brands that are not tone deaf, the brands that are staying true to who they are what they do and what they deliver are probably the ones who are going to come out of this better and it's also of course it differs by industry so if you are in a a market like ours if you are a a fast food or a quick service restaurant um you're closed right now so what you do is very different to a mobile or a bank which is considered as obviously is an essential service and we have to keep services and and um running and, and keep our our customers up and going so it is quite different but i think really the the brands that do what they are supposed to do stay true to who they are and and are the ones that will probably come out of this better in the end but certainly it really is about thinking about what do we do what are we supposed to do always always thinking about what the customer wants or what the consumer wants um, a lot of this people are afraid they are uncertain they are many of them angry at certain things, and, and I mean, some interesting trends which we can probably talk about a little bit later is that you know there's a lot more people in a lockdown sitting on social media and f- for a long time now people have got a, so- a social media opinion of course but there's just a lot more of them um, and when people are afraid or uncertain or angry they have a, a good crack at organizations that they believe should or shouldn't be doing more and and or, or people who do or organizations who do something and that they and and and, and the consumer feels that it's offside or tone deaf or, or something and they have a, a good go so you you learn quite quickly how to keep your finger on the pulse so i think from a marketing point of view the the long and the short of it would be that it's a difficult thing even if you think one one day we're merrily being told to just keep our social distance the next day we are in lockdown i mean that's a that's a, a significant change the complexity the environment the context everything just changed so that's why I, I guess it it's it is very much about trying to do what you are supposed to do do what the consumer wants and yeah and try and and try and just if you, if you do make an error because we're all going to make them then just apologize change it do better next time um you also then asked about people marketing teams i think Interestingly, in in our particular context, from an answer marketing perspective, I think what it has done is it's allowed us to, um, whilst we've been managing it as a crisis, it has allowed us to stop doing stuff which is maybe not important. You know, we're all busy, normally very busy being busy, doing marketing stuff that marketing people are supposed to do. This is got everybody quite focused on, you know, let's worry about the stuff we have to do. You know, what is the bank's position on this? How can we keep our colleagues safe? How can we keep our customers safe that have to come to branches? How can we make sure that our customers don't have to br- come to branches? How can we scale down the number of colleagues that have to come into call centers and to branches? How 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 can we get people onto digital channels rather? How, you know, the relief packages that um, ABS has done, most of the banks have done, um, how do we do that? It's what customers want to hear, and then how do you get that message out there? How do you capacitate enough to answer consumer questions? How do you make sure that that what people are doing in the, in the background is making sure that we have all the answers and that we can get them out? So I think from the team's perspective, it's got quite focused, and people are thinking a lot more about what they do. It's also helping us be a lot faster Um, I think we get you know banks. Let's be honest, are traditionally quite slow from a marketing point of view. Um, it's made us a lot a lot quicker, a lot more agile. Because context changes, you gotta change. So I think that would probably sum it up.
0: Definitely. I think you made some valid points there. Um I just wanna to touch, go back to the the trends you mentioned. Um, and I know from a pan- banking category, um, consumers are always on social media complaining about service and banks in general. How have you actually approached this from a social media engagement perspective?
1: Well, I mean, I, I suppose that the principles of trying and keep it simple, as few messages as possible, as clear as possible, and then answer the questions. But I mean, I think we also have to be honest with ourselves that in many cases, we didn't, we didn't or don't have the answers. So again you have to try and find them and then when when you find the right answers get it out as as soon as possible and i think going back to how the consumer feels I, i think you know in many cases they're asking questions that banks and and mobiles are having the same problem online at the moment i mean Consumers are ask, asking questions that we don't necessarily know the answers to. Or even if we do, the, you know, it's quite hard to get to every single question. And the, the answer is probably out there somewhere, but the consumer would rather ask you you directly. You know, like for example, one of the big questions that's been doing the rounds is, if I use another ATM, another bank's ATM, am I going to get charged sas switch fees, for example? Now, I mean, that was actually announced last week that, in fact, that wasn't the case. That people can use them, but it's been, um, you know, the, the uptake has been slow because the information doesn't get out and, you know, pe- people don't go looking for it, which maybe is fair enough. So you got to kind of got to answer that. But suddenly, if you've got a few thousand people asking the question of all the banks, um, it's quite, it is, it is, it, t- it takes some time to get back to people and try and answer it. So it, it goes back to how do you concentrate the messages to the, the most important questions that are being asked and try and answer those, um, in as many platforms as possible in as simpler a way as possible. And then, you know, get people off social media asking questions and onto, for example, your website where a much more detailed answer may be there. Because by the same token, you know, people calling call centers, I think, I mean, most businesses are gonna be in in this big businesses like ourselves, other banks, other mobiles. Your call centers just, again, can't probably cope with the volume simply because there's also a lot more people who have, have time to find out or call somebody because they are they are worried, they are afraid. People want to know how they're going to cope next month, and of course, you know, they're going to phone their bank, and that's fair enough. But how do we manage that? And I, and I think that's been the struggle for all of us. Um, and and it will be it'll be interesting to see if we we can stay on top of it because again, we don't know what's happening next week. We we got to keep rolling with it and 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 just try and and get better and better and better and more efficient at how we manage, particularly on social, and then what messages we can still get out there on, on traditional media.
0: Yeah, I think it's also an opportunity for a brand like Apsa to play in the more authentic, trusted space in terms of content because, like you rightly put it, everybody is uh, on social media spreading communications and content around COVID-19 but yeah. how can you be more authentic in the content space?
1: How do you be authentic? Let's just let's take a step back for a moment. I, I think, I mean, I said it earlier. I think the important thing is that we've got to stay true to what it is that we do. What are we? A bank. Okay. So anything we did around, around coronavirus, COVID-19, it has to be taken in context that without answering the critical consumer questions that, that people had about, you know, how, how am I gonna afford to pay, you know, instalments on some kind of loan or, you know, how do I do this? How do I do this transaction? Is it safe to do this? Is it safe to come to a branch? Is it safe to use an ATM? Or how much am I gonna pay? Until you answer those, which is critical and core to what our business is, it's very difficult to to play in other areas. And I think we we are now we're on top of that. What we have done at the same time, though, is that we have done some public service pieces. So, for example, we we have a sponsor of, of some really big properties. We sponsor the ABSA Premiership. It's the biggest football league in the country. Obviously, it's been suspended currently indefinitely, which is... Of course, the right thing to do, but with our uh, sponsorship of that property comes a whole lot of broadcast rights, for example, so which we've already bought and paid for. So, what we decided to do was, to in the interim, to create a whole lot of um, TV spots, um, and which we've also put out on social. We've got uh, we've got 30 seconds. We've got. Got 630s, we've got a couple of 15s and some some five-second stings because of what we get on broadcast. And they do a public service message. They talk about um, social distancing, they talk about hand washing, they talk about how if you're feeling sick, how, how do you let the government know by calling the hotline or using gov chat on WhatsApp? So we've put those together and we've used some of the broadcast personalities, football broadcast personalities um, from both SABC and from Supersport, as well as some um, football legends. And we we literally did a, a remote shoot. This was now two weeks ago before lockdown. We did almost a remote shoot. We had one sound guy, one camera guy, and the particular person, one and at most two in, in a studio at the same time practicing social distancing and we made these spots and, we, and we've put them out on television and, and on social use using inventory that we already had because again these are credible people who are able to talk credibly about how people can help themselves so we've done that and I, and I think more companies need to use their inventory to do that because let's be honest I, I'm not sure people are buying um services right now they want to know how they can manage what they've got and then actually brands need to help the national effort in terms of getting the information and and the messaging out there on hygiene and sanitization and social or physical distancing. So we've done that and I I think um, we need to do more of that but but that you can only do once you've done what you're supposed to do. What do banks do? Do that first once you've done that then help the rest of the effort. At the same time there are other things we, we do in, in the social space, just in terms of putting money into programs, everything from the Solidarity Fund that's been established all the way through to making sure that, um, you know, some of the organizations that are looking for vaccines and things like that, they are also funded. So, so that's also happening. Um, and details of that will start coming out over the next few days.
0: I think that's uh, awesome initiatives. I just want to touch on, so your media channeled and what's happening in terms of the media space so i know apps has been huge player in terms of advertising we have to now decrease our investment on media channels did you find that there's been like a shift in terms of what media channels you've been using what are what were some of well, those insights there well
1: well, obviously, I mean the, the first thing we did is we kind of looked at you know wh- wh- what did we have scheduled to run, and wherever possible we 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 stopped it and have replaced it with coronavirus messaging in some way shape or form like i've just been talking about you know the the tv etc that we ran um all of our social stuff that was supposed to supposed to be running we replaced with coronavirus either bank information or or public service announcements so so we've done that i think the obvious things are where mediums like outdoor at the moment i mean we're in a lockdown so the impact of outdoors obviously significantly you know, I mean, who's looking at it? So we, we obviously wouldn't use that, and in fact, we didn't even replace what was up because it it, it would have been costly, and in fact, you're putting people's lives at risk. So it, that was 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 pointless. So the focus must, um, um, obviously on social, people have a lot of time, social and digital. We've done that. TV, um, I don't know if you, when, when you, you mentioned you'd spoken to Monique Claussen from Cantar. Sorry. I don't mm-hmm. know if you spoke TV or any media with them, but, um, it's quite interesting. If you do look at the, the media numbers, um, television is up, um, off the top of my head, the last ones I saw this, this week were TV's up. Um, radio is slightly down. TV's up significantly. Obviously, um, so- social's up significantly. TV's up significantly. Outdoor, well, it's not really measured, but I think we can all safely say it's really down. Um, and print will obviously be down because people don't really have the ability to get to, um, their print editions, but digital, um, digital, uh, newspaper or digital press will be up um, because people are looking for news. And then even within television stations, if you look at the ratings, uh, sport is obviously right, right, right down. News is right up. Um, And then a lot of the the lifestyle um, drama actualities, those are up because TV is up. But the big winner is news. The big loser is sport. But uh, so obviously for us, um when we, we we're using our sports broadcast value to get this message out there, but then we we supplementing that on the channels that are in fact are uh, getting or channel programming is getting big viewership because sport isn't. So we just had to flip that around um a little bit. And the media owners have been really fantastic at also um being very accommodating and and seeing what they can do and how they can get involved so they've really really been good at doing that for us we we don't we we didn't have a lot on radio um we did have a lot planned but we haven't we haven't um used a a lot of radio we've got a couple of radio properties that we've switched um, on to coronavirus messaging we've done that but we didn't have a lot and you know, at this point in time, we're not really, the intention isn't really to spend a lot more on radio. As I say, the, the numbers are slightly down on radio because the commuting um, drive time numbers will be down. So at this point, Audrey, I think we, we're in a wait and see on radio. The easy ones to deal with are obviously social, digital, and TV. So that's been the focus for now. Um, but again, w- w- the, the message is, is very much limited to. Um, does it have to do with helping people with banking or is it a public service announcement? Anything else is it really, this is not the time or place to be doing that kind of work. And frankly, spending money on it is, is nonsensical and is no real commercial gain. And I don't think that's what the consumer wants to hear. The consumer wants to hear, um, the wants to hear how, they, how they're going to get helped out. And that's what's the important piece here.
0: No, completely. David, I'm just going to ask, from a banking perspective, there's huge pressure to to grow the business, right? I mean, that's every brand right now. So post-lockdown and the challenge that you've been experiencing in terms of keeping up and brands moving into the performance space, what are your thoughts around that?
1: I suppose you know, they're very much an opinion and thoughts because – I'm not convinced any of us know how long this is going to last True. and what the future what the future really looks like. what we, what we do know is it's not going to be the same as it was a month ago, but, it, but exactly how that pans out, um, I don't know. I mean the macroeconomic factors, um, w- where those end up and, and how, how we then respond will be. I guess the difference whether we win or lose, but I would not speculate as to where we are. I think the important thing right now is that we need to just stay in, we do need to stay in in the here and now around listening to consumers, trying to answer their questions, um, trying to keep people safe, and then let other people in banks and, and other think tanks think about what the future might look like in a month, two months, 90 days time and model those. I'm not an economist. I don't want to speculate. But I think what our job right now is to make sure that we keep people as informed as possible, we're trying to lay fears and we try and make people comfortable and keep them safe. I think that's what we've got to focus on to even think about what what we 're going to be doing in June, I think is a little bit premature until we know we, we are more certain on the trajectory of of this this this, this pandemic and yeah. I don't want to speculate because I think it's too too much changes and I and I think spending time and effort on um, you, you can tie yourself up in knots as opposed to do what you have to do. Now, now that may be different in another industry. As I said, if you're in if you're in 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 hospitality, quick service, any of those kind of things, maybe that's very different because you may you know you you are you're very very quiet or you are shut down for now. You've got more time to worry about about your future plans. I think when you're in something that's a critical service at the moment you are going to got to worry about that it it it, it, de- it depends industry by industry I mean of course in, in you know again even if you look at fast moving consumer goods there those categories that are way up those categories that will be way down um some of them based on on health reasons some of them based on you know like government regulation if you look at liquor in South Africa you can't buy it now um so so a lot of that stuff will change so depending on on those things will make your response different I mean not five minutes before I started talking to you, I was talking to my wife who happens to um work in a a, a global research firm and 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 write thought leadership pieces and they've been doing a lot of work around this she, and she was showing me a um brew dog which I, I think is it's a it's a um a range of pubs and a brewer a, a big microbrewery in in the u k they they 've literally taken their bars online weird as that may sound, but they 're doing online beer tasting virtual beer tasting however that may work they 're doing they 've got comedy they 've got live music they 've got um, you know basically socially hanging out online um, because that's what they again. It's back to what. What do they do? They are a bar and they serve beer. Okay, so if you may not be able to serve beer live right now, so how do you take your how do you take your bar online? And they've done that. And I think so. It will always depend on what industry you're in. So they they can do stuff like that because they don't have to worry about pouring beer right now. As a bank, we've got to worry about continuing to serve customers both digitally. Um, at ATMs, at, at branches, where those ATM and branches are obviously physical, you have to keep people safe, that's what our focus is right now, and to keep that kind of resilience and, and sustainability effort going. Some other businesses don't have to do that, they can think about the future.
0: Mm, I think, as you rightly put it, we are actually in the eye of the storm and we need to make sure that we maintain and sustain the business. There's a lot of uncertainty. And some of the brands have leeway in terms of how they play creatively. But as a bank, we have a responsibility as well to consumers in terms of how we show up and how we lend support yeah. during this difficult time. But as yeah. a collective... I think
1: that's the thing. But uh, Businesses in, in, who, who are in, in this essential services, really, we just we, we need to focus on um, as, as much consistent clear and simple information on how people do what they have to do in banking in mobile in what they do with their their loans how, how they do stuff like again uh, from 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 food retailers how how can people access uh, food Th- those are the kind of things we need to be talking um, to people about and making it as simple as possible for people to do it it's just it's remaining focused on the effort that helps the consumer navigate this pandemic until we go over to recovery and I I think that's our job right now.
0: I just want to ask you one more question. This is a personal leadership question in terms of CMOs and marketing executives. What were some of your personal learnings as a marketing leader in this time of crisis? I said
1: really early on in this in this podcast, I said that you know one of the we've all had a crisis before, um. So you you know you learn in every crisis you have, you you learn some stuff. You learn about being responsive, about simple, about consistency. I think the difference here is that for myself, my family, my colleagues, um, media marketing team in the Greater Abster, and then my friends and and then South Africa, and then the world. This is this is the first life-threatening and and universally life-threatening thing I've been through, and I think that that the the big learning in that is is you it, it does get you more focused on what you should be doing as opposed to I said it earlier the, the other things which aren't important anymore, um, and and I. I um I mean Audrey I mean, you 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 well know because you and I speak about this quite regularly but I have a I have a certain degree of um, cynicism scepticism and 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 similar for you know we spend a lot of time in marketing talking about um, particularly in the digital space about you know performance marketing and, and you know I mean there was a little trend a few years ago where where CMOS were changing their titles to, to, from chief marketing officer to chief data officer and um, those kind of things. And I'm, I'm, I'm fairly cynical about that because I've always believed that the principles of, of what we do remain the same and we shouldn't get too con- confused by, by technical tricksy stuff and we just need to stick to the basics. What does a customer want? Customer wants what they need now in a convenient manner and at the best price. So, Has that changed? No, because what did people ask banks in the past few weeks? And in China, it would have been a a few months ago. What did they ask? They asked us, how do I continue to bank? Will I be paying more for it? Can I use another ATM because it keeps me safer from another bank and not pay SS switch fees? How am I going to pay my loan? That's a price issue. They want to know what they can now do online that they don't have to go to a branch. It's convenience. The principles remain the same. So I think, have I learned something new? Um, I've learned to be a little bit more focused, but, but what is it reinforced? the same things that we always knew the customer wants stuff. They, what do they need? And they want it conveniently. And they want it at the right price that has never been more relevant than now. Um, and I think that's, Probably the, the, the thing we need to keep reminding ourselves. the tricksy stuff, the interesting stuff, the stuff we all spent lots of time around boardroom tables discussing how we were going to eke out another so so many cents from our performance marketing um, you know cost per acquisition. I think we we, we we need to spend much more time focusing on what the customers really want and not the other bits and pieces which sound interesting make for great conversation, but really when you're faced with a crisis like this don't really help you.
0: I think um, what you're saying is we we need to move back to putting the customer first. Yeah, um, so it also allows us a chance to reflect as marketers in terms of all of the initiatives we're busy with and kind of ask ourselves, you know what, what actually uh, is important and what do we actually stop doing unlearn some of the past behaviors that we got ourselves into. Yeah. So interesting times as marketers as times. we navigate, but to your point, is uh, we need to stay focused on how do we actually service and be there for consumers when they need brands the most yeah. right now?
1: I think I think as well. I mean, I I mean you know I, I'm. This is a, this is is it, yours is a digital marketing podcast, and I think I mean my, my appeal to other marketing folks out there. Is really just also is to think about think about the people that you work with every day, your partners and agencies, your activation partners, all of them. You know, these are generally smaller businesses. Th- spare a thought for them. Make sure you pay them on time. Come up with interesting things and interesting ideas that you can you can work with them doing because um, a lot of these guys are out there suffering. If you think about all the people who have you know who who activate sports um, events, hospitality. All of these guys are partners of ours in one way or another. How are they coping right now? All of those media owners that can't, you know, all all of those sales guys, how are we going to help each other? I think as an industry, it's really, really important that we remain mindful of each other um, and that some businesses are big businesses. Some businesses are smaller businesses, but they all eventually involve people. And how do we keep each other how do we keep look after each other and and at least help each other through through through, through this thing because we're not sure how long it's going to last.
0: No, definitely, David. Thank you so much for your time today. I think that our conversation is very stimulating, and I've learned so much around how you actually remaining calm through the storm and navigating and pushing forward. Well,
1: it was good to talk to you, Audrey. Thank you.
0: Okay. Bye bye.
1: Okay, bye bye.
0: Thanks for tuning in today. Massive shout out to the Infinity Media team in Santon in sponsoring today's episode. Don't forget to follow my Instagram handle at TalkDigitalZA. Comment on this week's episode, share your ideas, and who knows, you could feature on the next one.